You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright, the power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected, a place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California, and wow, do I have a great show for you tonight. We are talking all about your holographic blood. This is so amazing that today I get to tie the Law of Attraction to the physical body. We have talked before about the importance of the pineal gland for better manifestations. And now we are talking about the emotions that are revealed through our blood. And as you will hear, we'll be talking about the water, which we are mostly comprised of, which also shows a direct link to the law of attraction as well especially through the work of the late Dr. Emoto. Now, when I started this show nine years ago, I really talked about the law of attraction being metaphysical or more of a spiritual concept. That was before all the studies came out and all of the quantum physics, and it has been an amazing nine years. Then, after the arrival of 2012, we really began focusing on the energy that surrounds us that is very, very similar to a hologram. What we place into our hologram will appear. And now, especially since the last fabulous cruise a few weeks ago, I can now see that our physical body reflects everything in the spiritual aspect and the hologram aspect. The law of attraction is so, so, so real that it shows up in your blood. Your emotions, your blocks, and even your limiting beliefs are revealed through your blood. It shows your past history, broken bones, surgeries, blockages, and traumatic events. Even grief shows up in a cell. It's absolutely amazing. To top it all off, recently Russian scientists prove that DNA can be reprogrammed through words and frequency. This is just one more bit of scientific data that shows the law of attraction cannot be denied. You are your thoughts and if you change your thoughts, you will change your life. This is a definite reality. This tells me one thing, that we as individual are so incredibly powerful. We can create anything and everything. We need to be happy, joyous, and free. When more of us can identify with our power, guess what happens? Our energy merges with the collective consciousness and amazing miracles happen globally. You know, a few weeks ago, I had an astrologer on who said that we're in the same star pattern as when the American Revolution occurred. 
Our collective consciousness is in full waking mode and changes are occurring dramatically and rapidly. All you have to do is look at this election cycle. The two populist candidates are front runners, Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump, neither of whom have been chosen by their respective parties. And their parties are doing everything and anything to stop them. But it's not working. So instead of getting angry with this election, sit back and watch the power of the collective consciousness in action. It's just so incredible. You are watching the American Revolution take place through the collective consciousness. I predict that no matter who wins, we all have just learned the biggest lesson of all, that we have incredible power to influence the collective consciousness. And the collective consciousness banding together, believe me, is the good force. We are recognizing that we are the masters of our lives. The media is still trying to use scare tactics, still using fear-mongering in an attempt to control people. But guess what? That's no longer working because we all know that we are aware that which we don't like, well, we can create something better that we do like. That's the power of us individually embracing the law of attraction. Since December of 2012, we have entered into a new 2,000-year cycle in which the individual recognizes their personal power. And with that recognition, it releases the power that others have over us. Oh my goodness, it is such a very, very exciting time to be alive. Tune in to your power of creation and trust that everything is happening for a perfect reason. We will emerge from all of this intact and we are going to be living in total joy. Hold on, my friends. We are in for an exciting ride. Don't get fearful. Just start your mind into that creation mode. And you will have everything you need when you need it. Now, if you want to read more about your holographic blood and about the Russian scientists proving that the DNA is reprogrammed by words and frequency, go look at our brand new issue of Law of Attraction magazine. And what's so exciting about it is that we've got all of the pictures that Joshua Beagleson and Adam Beagleson will be talking about in this interview. So you might want to follow along. They did an incredible article that is eye-opening and one that I think is going to change your life and change how you think about yourself as an individual. That's what we're all about. So go to the April 1st issue of Law of Attraction Magazine. That's lawofattractionmagazine.net and click on it. It's free 
and read the articles. You're going to love it. So coming right up after this commercial break is Joshua Beagleson and Adam Beagleson, who are the brilliant sons of Harvey Beagleson. And Harvey has been on my show many times talking about health and, of course, the holographic blood. And I always found him to be so fascinating. In my mind, he's a true American hero. But now you're in for a real treat because we have Josh and Adam talking to us about the law of attraction being revealed through the blood. Oh my goodness, so stay tuned. You're in for an incredible, fascinating show. We'll be right back after these words. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jay Warren here, professional basketball player and entrepreneur. And I want to give a testimonial for a good friend of mine, Jules Johnson. I call her a good friend because before I had met her, I've been listening to her Law of Attraction radio show for over two years. Just the information she shared on her show was amazing that I had to connect and reach out to this woman. After I reached out to her, we spoke, I had a conversation, and she suggested some sessions to me. And just with those couple of sessions that she has gave me, I've seen the dramatic results in my life. It's been mind-blowing on just what a couple of sessions with her have done for me. You know, she's very humble, she's very honest, but she knows her information. She knows the law of attraction and she knows the barriers that are, are keeping you from moving forward in your life. If you're a big believer in the law of attraction, hypnosis, whatever, I highly, highly suggest Jill Johnson for you because she will definitely lead you down the path that you need to go. So thanks again, Jules. I love you very much. Take care. Bye. Well, welcome Josh and Adam Beagleson to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I am thrilled to have you on the show today. Yay. We're thrilled to be here. Well, thank you. It is great to be here. We had you on the cruise and you did a fantastic workshop. Matter of fact, the response was unbelievable from all the attendees. They just loved it. And um, it is such an interesting topic that uh, I know more and more people are going to want to know about it. And, of course, I'm, I want to bring it to them. And all of my listeners remember Harvey Beagleson. Because he has been on my show a few times, and he's really given us some great insight into our blood and emotions. But a fact that I didn't realize is that he and Dr. Emoto shared the same stage. Yep. I was really amazed. So can you share a little bit about that? Sure. Um, it was interesting. Uh, we had a, a guy that was working for us that was really doing some cool stuff as far as reaching out. And somehow he got the book to Emoto, and Emoto was really responsive. Um, it was neat because he was doing a tour, and our friends set it up where Emoto came to town. Uh, he and Dad sat together and chatted for a bit. And yeah, it was neat because we did not know Emoto had tried to do what he's done with the water with the blood first. Really? Yeah, and he wasn't able to do it. So the two of them had a really good time talking to each other because more or less they're doing the same thing, showing how energy affects the blood or the water. And, you know, we're 70% water, more or less. So they got together. They did the lecture. Uh, our father spoke. Then Emoto spoke. Then afterwards they did a question and answer together on stage. And they really, really just connected. I can imagine. Yeah, so that was that was neat, you know, for us. Uh, Emoto is he's so popular, and what he does is so cool. 
Um, but for him to see what we were doing, he has a really nice quote on Akadad's book. I'm talking about how, as far as he's concerned, this is information everyone needs to be aware of. And while he was reading The Effect of Emotions on Water, you know, my father has been reading The Effect of Emotions on Blood, and it shows up the same way. So emotions will show up very, very distinctly in the blood. And they'll show up whether you're happy, whether you're angry, whether you're sad. They'll show whether it's a recent emotion because you came out of the office and I stepped on your foot, or if it's a really old emotion that had really been shoveled down and, and shut off. So... Yeah, the emotions would show very distinctly in the blood as well. So, yeah, when they lectured together, they were two people from the same planet talking about the same thing. Now, Dr. Emoto, though, it, he wasn't successful is it because he was looking through a camera lens instead of the microscope, that non-light microscope that you guys see it. Why yeah. wasn't he able to uh, uh, do it? Yeah, because what we've got going on is we're actually seeing holograms. What he was doing was looking directly at the crystals. So, ah. you know, the the way our microscope works, the light doesn't go straight through the sample. It's reflected off the side, or refracted, which is how holograms are created. So, yeah, he just had no way of seeing what he wanted to see. Wow. So it is not really a part of the 3D world, what um, Harvey has really discovered, I yeah. should say, it because it's it goes beyond. It's like showing us something that's totally invisible to the naked eye. You got it. You got it. Well, and most Eastern philosophy will talk about it. So, you know, all Ayurvedic practitioners or acupuncturists will talk about holograms in the eye the ear, the tongue, and the foot, and they missed one, and that's in the blood. So same theories as far as Eastern culture goes. Wow. Wow. So it is a fact then, and I've mentioned this, that I believe that the law of attraction is then reflected in the blood through <laughs> the holograms, through the emotion that cause the body to go out of alignment with their mind is that correct the mind body connection absolutely yeah, yeah de definitely definitely and that's for us is a big key thing you know when you go to most doctors they're not really interested in your emotional experience that's right and we know it's so powerful i mean just the fact that you can sit next to someone and feel the anger radiating off of them mm -hmm. we're so affected by these things so it is interesting to us that yeah, there has been no real connection created there. To us, it's obvious. It's obvious, but not yet to Western medicine. So, in um, I have you featured in the magazine this month um, that goes out on April 1st, which is Friday. And <laughs> it is, um, it has... All of the pictures, or not all of the pictures, because you have thousands and thousands of pictures, but it shows blood and the holograms within the blood of some of your uh, clients. Can you uh, uh, talk about some of those pictures? Well, the one um, that I'll mention first, I think, is at the top of the page, um, which has the femur. And as you're talking about law of attraction here, you know, some of the things that we see in the blood and have seen in the blood there's a little bit of a question, like, what is it? But some of them, there's no question at all. Mm -hmm. So when you get, when the, your listeners and readers see the pictures in the magazine, there's the picture of the femur and 
there's pretty much no question as to what that is in the blood. There's a picture I have that matches an x-ray of my broken collarbone. You've got the picture of the sonogram. But the interesting thing about that first picture with the femur and the law of attraction is the fact that we saw the image of the broken bone appear in the body a month before she had actually broken the bone. Wow. So the, the story behind it is she was an older woman, a grandmother. She had her kids and the grandchildren living there with her. She was taking care of everybody. And she didn't want to. She wanted to be taken care of. So you have to be careful what you ask for because a month later she broke a bone and guess who had to be taken care of? Interesting. So that the blood is really forecasting things that could be happening in the future. Yeah, one of the, one of the things that Dad has done with me is pretty funny, and Josh can verify this. He'll look at my blood over time historically and say, do you have any teeth bothering you? And my response is no, and then usually he says, well, not yet. Yeah, the, the blood always seems to be a precursor. So, you know, when you're working with a client, the blood looks better and better and better. They actually, the blood actually starts to look better before the client feels better. So it's a good precursor of things to come Wow, isn't that interesting? Now, I remember with um, heart math, they showed um, um, scientific data that showed that people knew like 15 minutes in advance that <laughs> something was occurring at the World Trade Center before it was brought down. Wow. So it seems like, okay, if people can register this emotion prior to it happening, then your blood is showing the exact same thing. You got it. Absolutely. They've talked about animals sensing earthquakes for a long time. And wow. Yeah. Interesting. You know, also, it's really interesting how the universe is kind of putting all of this together because I have another article in the Law of Attraction magazine that shows Russian scientists prove that our DNA can be reprogrammed through words and frequency. So again, we're, we're tying everything together. The pictures in the blood, uh, the water of the crystals, and now DNA. Everything is the law of attraction through the power of our mind, our thoughts, emotions. We truly are expanding beyond our 3D world right now. It's just incredible. It's, it's a blast. We're so excited about it. You know, his dad, our dad's been doing this for 30, 40 years. And you know, 20 years ago when he started doing, being vocal about it, people weren't ready for it. But at I mean, this point in time, the collective consciousness, it's like, yeah, it's, it's happening in different places, and we're all starting to connect now. Well, and he was saying years ago that, you know, we control our genes, they don't control us. Uh, so, so back to the, the Russian uh, physician you were just talking about, you know, if we've got five people in our family who have breast cancer, if we follow the same path as they do, then we're going to get breast cancer as well. But if we start to change our attitude and we don't follow that path, we can actually retrain our genes. So you're retraining your genes, and you're also retraining your emotions, your minds, and how you're thinking. You, you have to. The, the, emotions, the emotions will set up the disease. The emotions will set up the illness. So you can get rid of people's illness, but if they don't change the emotion, which in partial you know, led to the actual illness, then it's just going to keep coming right on back. And I find it fascinating, um, Josh, that when I was having my test <laughs> read, uh, mm -hmm. or what do, what do you call it, live blood reading? Uh, educational consult. Okay. Um, I thought it was so fascinating because when you 
you trusted my own instincts. So you're asking me, what does that look like to you? And to me, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm in, I'm in charge. I know what my body is trying to say. And so you can identify, oh, wait a minute. I see that. That's my heart. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Cause a lot of the times, um, Dad had the clinic, you could put the image on the screen and yeah, the client could identify it before we can even ask the question because they know right away. You see it, you know, and I've said this a lot. Um, we know ourselves better than anybody, but we lie to ourselves all the time and say, I'm fine. But all of a sudden you see that picture and you know, you know exactly what's going on. You do, you know, it's intuitive. You're connected to your blood. So of course you're going to know. And that's what's so neat about this is that you let us take responsibility. You're not telling us. (laughs) Yes. This, we want you to take charge of your own healthcare. We want to educate you as to what's going on and empower you. So you have the tools to stay on track. And it's funny when we did have the, the clinic open, people were so amazed at how much time my father and Josh would spend with them because they really need to get to know the person. We can't do this without you. And everyone is different. We realize you, you more or less created this. So we work with you to figure out what went on. And then it's really up to you. We don't fix anybody. It's up to you to take charge of your own healthcare. And when we would work with people, we obviously, like you said, we, we'd really get to know them. You figure out where the block for the dysbiosis in the blood was. Um, and the body was, and then we'd have a practitioner, a doctor would come in and administer different types of therapies, and then we would look at the blood immediately again, within minutes after the actual therapy. And if the blood didn't change, you knew the therapy wasn't getting through. Uh-huh. So when I was working with you and I did my uh, hypnosis session with you, of course I looked at the blood before and afterwards, and afterwards there was changes that I would expect to see after a good therapy. There was things breaking up in there, there was things streaking out, um, emotions breaking apart in there. So the blood will show us where the blocks are in the body. And then as the therapy comes in, you'll actually start to see those blocks dissipate right in front of your eyes when you look at the blood again. Isn't that wonderful to know? See, proof positive hypnosis works. But, you know, there was other things um, that all the people who (laughs) are on the cruise, I mean, they just... You guys were book solid. (laughs) We didn't even (laughs) see you. But um, they... All of them had something so fascinating. I know a friend of mine had um, uh, metal toxicity from um, dental work um, that you guys discover. And it's something she never even thought of before. So uh, what are some of the other things that um, you saw on the from the people on the cruise well we see um, dental work is obviously a huge huge one and pe- people with healthy mouths tend to live forever oh. uh, we see a lot of scars you know the body's not made to be scarred so surgeries or injuries you know they create a block in the system so the body's supposed to flow like a nice meandering river but you throw a few boulders in the river and you get rapids and back eddies and that's where the garbage and the bacteria will start to grow if you throw a real block like a major scar across the abdomen it's like a dam in the system. So the body flows and hits the dam, and then everything backs up right there. So scars really need to be loosened up so it can actually release the body, and the structure of the body can go back to normal. So scars are a big one. Uh, we see the belly button a lot. Really? And most people don't realize the belly button is the one scar that we all have. And that ligament is actually attached to your diaphragm. So when you're born and the doctor pulls out, out that umbilical cord to cut it really close, so we've all got pretty little belly buttons. He's actually pulling the diaphragm in with it. 
Mm. And then they cut it and lock you into place. So most people can't move their shoulders back the way they're supposed to or take a good deep breath. And it's just how we get set off a little bit off center from the beginning and it compromises our breathing. And then we start to just keep straying off center through life. And it's part of the reason as we get older, we lose height because scars are always contracting. So as we get older, we start to pull into that, that belly button scar. So one of the things we used to do with the doctors in our clinic is they would actually treat that belly button scar and release the actual scar. So scarring is, is a big issue. And then obviously emotions. Emotions are a huge part of what goes on with us. Um, if you notice people who don't care about anybody or anything, they yeah. never get they never get sick. <laughs> you never hear of a politician dying young or a lawyer dying young along those <laughs> lines. So it's our emotions that can really create who we are, but they can also get in the way depending on how we deal with them. Wait, wait, wait. You said people who don't care about people. The people who don't care about anybody or anything, they generally don't get sick. Wow. <laughs> We're not telling people to stop caring, okay? <laughs> it's, it's, it's the attitude in which you deal with your emotions. So it's kind of um, narcissist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like you, you have to literally be the center of your universe and not really care about anybody. Well, the funny thing is we, you know, some of us are really conscious. We really care. And, you know, when you really care, it hurts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you have to, there's got to be a balance. Everything is about a balance. Everything in moderation. Well, you have to deal with that emotion. You know, you know if we stuff the emotion is when we get sick. If we deal with the emotion, we're going to be healthy. So, uh, you know, a mother yells at two kids and, and one kid cries for three days and the other kid says, oh, mom's having a bad day. And you can see which kid is going to get sick. So, no, we, we have to care. In this world, people when people, we stop caring, this is when the world is having major issues. So we have to care, but it's how we deal with those emotions that will dictate whether we go on the path of health or on the path of illness. So we are supposed to feel the emotions. We're just not supposed to stay with them or in them for a long period of time. We're, we're supposed to deal with them as opposed to shovel them in. Okay, and usually, I'm just out of curiosity, if you leave something sit for a, a couple of weeks, you're really helping the body to tear down then. Is that correct? After a couple of weeks or even? Yeah, so the more we, the more we wall off that emotion, the more it's going to tense the body, the more the body will shut down. So, and that will show up in the blood. There's different types of emotions that will show up on there. And you can see old emotions that have been totally walled off. And it'll show up in the blood consistently because the body's ready to release it, but the person might not be ready to release it. So right. classic as examples are people like John Wayne and Humphrey Bogart, you know, dying of lung conditions. And it wasn't necessary from the cigarette. It was the lungs cleaning themselves by crying. And instead of crying, they were manly men. They would smoke the cigarette. That's right. Smoke so they the were death. shoveling those emotions in. Yeah. Yep. So that's really the true cause. Um, and... I help people to quit smoking all the time, but it's because they keep on smoking down the emotion rather than dealing with it. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Right. And, emotions, yeah. emotions are, it's, it's what makes us human, you know, and you have to identify with them, be with it, but do not let it run your life. You know, when things happen, you're allowed to be sad and you're allowed to be angry. Um, it's like the Eckhart Tolle says, you don't say things that, like, I am angry. You stop and say, I have some anger in me at the moment. Right. Yeah. So the, the words are power there. Yeah, you have, to, you, you have to identify with the emotions and be with them. Well, there was Dr. Hammer who came up with the theory of conflict shock. 
And what would happen is something traumatic would happen to a person and it would, it would actually lock themselves into the person's body, like a heavy, heavy emotion. And if they didn't deal with that and release that, then it could really break them down. So we had an example of, of two clients we had with MS some years ago. Um, one of the clients, um, she lived in a small town. The, the husband left her for a younger girl, and she didn't really ever accept that. And she lived in the, in the small town. And we'd ask her about it, and she would just smile and say, oh, it was no big deal, when it, it was definitely a big deal. So while she was smiling on the outside, the body broke down. And she had been all over the world for, for, for treatments, and nobody could help her. And we could never get her to acknowledge that it was really, she shut down from that trauma. Mm. On the other side of things, I had a good friend who's, um, oh, what is it? Uh, her, her boyfriend died at his bachelor party. Her fiance died at his bachelor party. Oh, ouch. Yes. And about yeah. two, a couple of weeks later, her father died on the same day that she had to put her dog down. So oh my gosh. six months later, she's got lesions on the brain. She's got MS. So as soon as we started talking with her and it became apparent that that was what really triggered the whole show, she she really got it. And, you know, her path to, to, to health was, was fairly rapid after that. And now she's out skiing four and five days a week. Isn't that great? I noticed when I had mine um, done on the ship, I saw that there was like um, the heart and, and a stab wound in it. <laughs> yeah. And... I knew immediately what that was about, but I had thought I had resolved all of that. And seeing that told me, wait a minute, it's still very much present. I've still got to do work on releasing that. Had I not seen that, I could possibly develop heart problems or or just remain stuck. And that was... The biggest thing, I mean, the, the mind-blowing experience is, oh, my gosh, I haven't fully <laughs> dealt with that. That was incredible. Mm -hmm. I think that's, very, that's, that's the value of that little bit of inner insight. As you know yourself and you kind of question yourself and we have thoughts and intuitions, but you take that look at that drop of blood and all of a sudden you get a lot of validation. Absolutely. And it's, it's a lot of times, you know, and Josh will probably confirm this, it's, the body is perfect, the perfect machine. So we can deal with a lot. But as these little things start to build up, eventually the straw that broke the camel's back can come along and really trigger things. And yeah, if the body is working properly, it's going to take care of itself. So, you know, a missing part out there that not a whole lot of people are talking about is you got you to work with the body physically and emotionally. So if the emotion gets physically locked into your body, you have to physically open up to release that emotion. You know, this is why some people go to therapists their whole life and they just can never get to the root of the emotion. Mm -hmm. So when we work with somebody, you know, after every therapy, there was body work that was being done. There was even an osteopath that would come in or a cranial sacral person to come in and they would actually really relax the body and open up the body. You know, we all hold different emotions and different tension in, in different parts of our body. So as you work with somebody and the body opens up, the emotions come out on their own. You know, I know there's a lot of body workers out there probably listening, and I'm sure they've been working on people for years, and the person just starts crying. And that's how the person is physically opening up to release that emotion. And at the same, at the same time, too, as, you know, as people have been working on other their clients for a long time, and there's those certain things they can't break through, um, that's where this little bit of insight with the drop of blood can really help, which is something we'd love to do. You know, all we really want to do is is help people and educate them so they can be empowered. Right. Yeah, but 
you absolutely have something else too in in this day and age where people are looking to be um, in their own business you are actually looking for collaborators so you're looking for people to actually start learning how to do this um, I which I think is absolutely brilliant you want to talk about that we we definitely we want to teach this um, you know as our dad's been doing this for almost 40 years about 20 years ago he got really vocal about it and the world wasn't ready for it you know and and he's he's uh he's infamous i guess is that a good word yeah he is <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's infamous but these days um when things started changing you know josh and i want to gear towards wellness our clinics were like cancer clinics and stuff like that so we want to educate people so they never have to come to us with the cancer experience yay the theory behind what we do is pretty simple and pretty basic, and it's just a different approach from what most Western medicine is doing. It's that whole Beauchamp versus um, Pasteur experience. But we do a weekend microscope course. We've been doing it periodically. Um, the idea of training people to use the microscope, which is not difficult, and then setting them up and wherever they're at. And we can actually do consults through Skype, and we can see the, the blood live from wherever we're at. We've had people get to us or try to get to us from all over the world because we're the only ones that do this this way. Then we have a training course, and we actually had a student uh, who's in England and a client who wants to get to us from England. We sent the client to our student, and it was great. Josh was able to pull it up on Skype, dad and Josh were able to see the blood and talk with the client. And it was a great teaching learning experience. So we really want to spread this knowledge. Yeah. We, used, we used to gear it, you know, a lot towards practitioners until we realized, you know, a lot of practitioners, they've got their money makers. So they were really weren't interested. You know, if you find the root cause, it takes the money out of your supplement business. It takes the, the, the right. money out of what you're trying to sell the person. So um, we've found over the years that we're kind of gearing the teaching towards people in general who just want to take care of their own health. You can monitor your family's health. You can monitor whether the practitioner you're going to is getting the job done or not. Exactly. That's great. <laughs> yes. That's yeah. So good job on the uh, the hypnosis session with Josh there. Yeah, <laughs> yes. but also if people are are opting for chemotherapy, opting for um, drugs, they'll be able to see faster yeah. if it is in fact working for them or harming them and that's so important to grasp right now and then, absolutely and you always want to obviously back it up with lab tests but the blood will dictate the blood will show you what's going on we had people who were going through chemotherapy and they would come to the clinic afterwards and you can actually see the cancer dying in the blood so you knew that the the chemo was getting at the cancer but then you had to protect the body from the chemotherapy to make sure the chemotherapy wasn't killing the whole entire body at the same time and what's fascinating is, is I've been lucky enough these last few years, since our clinic is not around, to go down to Mexico and work in some pretty high-tech clinics down there to see what they're doing. And just talking with the doctors and how they're coming from a different point of view and how they're very open to, to conversing back and forth and really explaining to the client what they're doing. And the amount of time that they take just to sit with the client and figure out what's going on with them was refreshing because that wasn't something that, that we had seen in quite some time. Yes, I know. Um, I'm been watching a, a lot of um, things on Mexico and their clinics down there. They're incredible. Mm -hmm. Incredible. But, you know, being from Southern California, yep. <laughs> yeah. they kind of poo-poo Mexico clinics yeah. as being kind of 
you're crazy if you go down there you shouldn't trust them and then all of a sudden here are the world-renowned centers are actually in mexico because they are able to actually heal people i mean i I, my total opinion has changed about mexico it's been it's been really refreshing and we've seen you know the therapies they're using down there very regenerative you know, I've watched them inject stem cells into people's eyeballs to have them see. Wow. We've had a few people go down there to get their vision back. Um, I was, you know, I was down there last week with clients who had ALS and MS, and just in a few days after receiving cells, um, some of the changes that I saw were just were just amazing. And I still remember my father saying that miracles only happen when you know what you're doing. <sighs> and it, it's it's really nice to see people who know what they're doing, and it allowed me to be included and you know work with the microscope down there as well. So you, um, down in Mexico, Josh, you um, <clears throat> do the blood, you read the blood, you, you do the consultation, mm-hmm. and so you're working hand-in-hand hand with the doctor, and the doctor is able to see immediately how it's uh, progressing. Uh, absolutely. But you also do it with stem cells. There's, there's a lot of different regenerative therapies you can use down there. So there's stem cells that you can culture from your own bone marrow. There's stem cells you can culture from your own tissue. Um, they're injecting them into really different places. They're injecting them right into bulging discs these days now to regenerate those. Um, they're doing a lot of the injections with ultrasounds so that they can actually watch the needle go in and pinpoint specific areas down there. <laughs> so cool. um, even the IVs they're doing down there are very regenerative. Um, in the clinic is a dental clinic also, yeah. a, Hal, a Hal Huggins dental clinic, which is all natural materials. So it, it's really high tech. But when you when you look at the basis of what they're doing, it's it's very simple. You know, figure out. You know, we help them figure out why the body's not working properly, and then let them go in and take care of the body, and then let the body heal itself. You were talking on the cruise uh, during your presentation about teeth plays a very vital role in the body and the health. And I really never heard this before, but when you remove a tooth, you're actually uh, setting up another part of the body to be susceptible to disease. The mouth is the key to the temple and the mouth is there to stabilize our structure. So they call them wisdom teeth for a reason, and not many people have heard this over the years, but the wisdom teeth stabilize the structure. So when we swallow, our tongue creates a suction, and that's part of what pulls cerebral spinal fluid up the spine and into your brain. And then the brain expands, contracts, and pumps that cerebral spinal fluid to every nerve in the body. So it's like nourishment for your body. So as we start to hack out teeth, when we swallow, we don't get a good enough suction, and then we don't get a good enough pull of cerebral spinal fluid to the brain. So as the mouth collapses, the body will break down with it. Uh, on the other side of that, you've got these cranial nerves that go all the way down to your lower back. And what happens as we, we you know, take a tooth out on one side and the mouth starts to collapse on that side, our head tilts, it pulls on those nerves, it'll pull your hips out of alignment and put pressure on a knee. So we've actually fixed people's knees before by sending them to, to a good dentist. Yes. Isn't that funny? And if you go to a retirement home, you see the people who are wearing their teeth stand up straighter. And the people who have their teeth on the counter are all hunched over because the body's collapsing. Okay, so fake teeth are actually a good thing, but what about implants? There, there's, there's two arguments on that. You've got the implants or you've got the bridges. And the implants, you know, are you blocking a meridian with the actual implant? Um, the bridge, they're actually filing down two healthy teeth to create, that's actually creating a, star, a scar disturbance to actually put that bridge in. 
So it's it's six of one, half dozen of the other. Uh, but as long as they're using all natural materials, I think you'll probably do pretty well with it. I've had a bridge and I've had an implant. My personal feeling is I think I prefer the bridge. Um, is, is the implant, every meridian, every acupuncture meridian goes through our teeth. So is that post from the implant impeding the actual acupuncture meridian? You know, I'm not quite sure. The important thing is just making sure you're using a natural substance and stabilizing that mouth. And you said something about the tooth. Um, if it's removed, it can be like a breast cancer or uterine cancer. Oh, you, you can look at the acupuncture tooth meridian chart. And you can see what, um, what organ is associated with that tooth. And what was the, the study they'd done, Adam, with the actual tooth and the mammary gland? Yeah, they had done something. A woman was going to uh, had breast cancer, was going to get the breast removed, um, went in for some dental work, put some lidocaine in the mouth. And they actually saw, uh, they saw physically the meridian from her tooth go straight through the breast that she was having the cancer issue in. Um, and there's and there's been uh, there's been other people that have done some studies on this, and a lot of times it's not necessarily that the tooth gets pulled, but it's like a root canal issue. Yeah, because the root canals, you know, they'll pull things out and they'll go in and clean, but they'll seal it up if it's not totally clean properly. There's still some infection in there, some inflammation. It's trapped now, so it's got to go back into the body some other way, and the body's continuously trying to heal that. So the root canals have been an issue. We've done a lot of interesting things by having people remove root canals. And and they... So you know, what, what, what the root canal is, it's almost like you have a, a dead pocket in your body and it's sealed off. So the body knows something's wrong with it. The body's always trying to heal. So the body tries to get at it. And as it keeps trying to work on it and keeps working on it, it's like you're driving the car too hard and the body breaks down with it. So... Yeah, with, unfortunately, with the root canals, they create that block in the body that the body is always trying to heal, and it just can't quite get at it. Wow. That's amazing. So is it better than, well, you really don't know, but <clears throat> is it better to pull the tooth as opposed to doing a root canal? Well, you, you always want to try to save the tooth. Okay. You know? And, you know, yeah. we've seen the problems that, that dentists have caused and there's great dentists and there's, there's awful dentists, just like any other profession out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if, if root canal is a problem, you know, if it was me, I would take it out and then I would do a bridge or an implant or something. Pro- probably a bridge is what I would do in there just to stabilize the structure. Okay. There's, there's no perfect answer, but I think there's the lesser of a couple evils. That's for sure. But never, also your your test, your your blood consultation is that you could see if something is posing more stress on the body or not. Yeah, right. absolutely. Right. We saw with the majority of our non-Hodgkin's lymphoma cases and lymphatic leukemia is you send them to a good dentist, they clean up the mouth, the disease goes away. Wow. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's when Dad's supposedly working on his next book, which will be called The Head Bones Connected to the Knee Bone. because. <laughs> Everything is so connected, yeah. you know, and, and as we look at the blood, um, you know, when we were on the cruise, especially we tell people you don't see, you don't see what you necessarily will expect to see. So if you come in and you have yeah, an issue with your shoulder, we may not see that. We may see that knee in the blood because the knee is offset the hips, which have then affected your shoulder. Exactly. And that's what you saw in mine too, because I don't have a kneecap because I had a I had to have it removed, but you did right. show my spine, and of course, 
uh-huh. my spine is going to be out of whack because I don't, I don't have a kneecap. Mm-hmm. Right. And the, the, the body starts to compensate for that. So that's why it's always important to have a good body worker, you know, a cranial sacral person, an osteopath, you know, a, a good body work that, that you resonate with. Because, you know, just like a car, our body needs maintenance. So it's also, as you said, scars on the body. You There is something that you could start doing, though, is to massage the scars. Is that correct? You know, we've always done it when we had the clinics. And there's a lot of people out there who do neural therapy. So they'll actually take natural remedies and they'll inject into those scars. And it, and it breaks the disturbance field, but it also puts life back into the scar itself. We've heard that there's lasers you can use. You know, we tried a few of those back in the day, and some were too invasive, and some didn't do enough. Um, I've heard masseuses say they can work their way through it. I haven't seen that myself work, just because I've been involved with clinics who do neurotherapy. So I don't discount that that, that could actually work. But somebody's got to get in there and, and got to, had to loosen up those scars so the body can align itself properly. Right. Our sister is an acupuncturist, and acupuncture uh, typically stays away from scars, but that's... She's working on doing some research stuff now and putting some things into place to really research scar therapy and use acupuncture to do it. Um, yeah, some people, coconut oil, realize when we've had our clinics open, we were dealing with some really serious, serious cases. So with those issues, you need to inject and go right to the issue. But at this point, as we're dealing with wellness, yeah, we're, we're checking out a little more you know, with some of the lasers and some of the coconut oil and the therapies and things like that. It definitely can't hurt if you've got a scar to rub some coconut oil and massage. So, so we're definitely open if practitioners listen to this. If they have ways of breaking down the scars, we'd lo- love to hear about it. Oh, that's so good. You know, because essential oils are really good with that along with uh, coconut oil too. Well, nice. there's the other aspect of the scar too is – the emotion behind the scar. Yes. You know, some people just get a, you know, a superficial cut. It's not that big of a deal. And some people have a traumatic experience. We had a a lady a bunch of years ago who we'd seen for about a year and she was, you know, 80 to 90% better. And and she was thrilled, but we knew we were missing a piece of the puzzle. And she came down to when she was seven or eight years old, she stepped on a rusty nail and she had to get tetanus shots and her parents had to hold her down and they strapped her down to the table to get tetanus shots. And she felt like her parents weren't there for her and the doctor was attacking her. So the emotion behind that actual tetanus shot and, and the nail was actually in that scar. So as that scar was treated, everything turned around for her. Wow. So and sometimes emotion- it's the smallest, most insignificant little scar can be a really big deal depending on the emotion behind it. Right. And the emotions came out, didn't they, once you treated that whole experience? Oh, they always do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We would, we would warn people, you know, this may be an emotional experience. You know, we would say to the significant other, don't take anything personally. Uh, do not make any big decisions based on your emotions over the next few days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting when we do shovel these things away. When they come out, wow, do they come out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. This is so good. So we know now um, that we need to pay attention to our scars. We need yeah. to pay attention to missing teeth. What else in that's just right off the top of your head that we need to be looking at instead of ignoring? Well, we look at the body as as the perfect machine, okay? So if you think about a car, if you leave the car outside sitting, it's going to rust. So get up and move the car around. If you put bad gas in the car, uh, what are you eating? Are you eating McDonald's? Oxygen. We talk about the roots on the tree versus the leaves. Leaves on the tree are the symptoms and the roots are the real issues. So with the body, 
what are the roots? We need oxygen. We need to move. Uh, things come down to basically four bodies. This is Rudolf Steiner. And it's structure, energetic, emotional, and spiritual or ego. And if any one of those is out of balance, it affects all the other ones. So simple things like, yeah, a little bit of cranial sacral work periodically, structure, you know, that's an issue. So address it. Uh, tune the car up. Energy. Energy is a big, big deal. Um, happy music, the vibrations of that. You have to do happy things and think happy thoughts. Otherwise, that will affect everything else. Right. Uh, um, the spiritual one is an interesting one because you have to have a belief system. You have to have things that you believe in. You know, and when your beliefs are rocked, then it, che- it messes up the emotions. And then there's the energy and it can affect your structure. So simple things. You know, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> but you know what? You said that uh, of spiritual, and I keep on saying some of the most spiritual people I meet are actually atheists because okay. they they believe in the energy of all that is the energy of a tree, the energy of a yeah. field. They're they're experiencing the energy, and whereas they're not talking about um, an entity. They're talking about everything. Yeah, well, and, and, that, and that's a belief. So when he talks right. about having something to believe, and he wasn't really equating it with religion, is right. we have to have some core beliefs that we do believe in. Exactly, and yes, the happiest people do have that belief. Mm-hmm. And it's it's as we were on your cruise, you know, Josh and I didn't really know what we were getting ourselves into. We went to lecture, <laughs> you know, and Law of Attraction. Josh thought it was a singles cruise. <laughs> <laughs> We're that's that's not necessarily true. But. <laughs> sure, we'll go on a lot of attraction cruises. But as, as we sat in on all of the lectures, um, the speakers that you had would address that spiritual issue in a way where it was it was up to you. You know, if you want to call it God, if you want to call it energy, you know, whatever you call it, there is something we know that we believe in that's bigger than us. And, and now you guys are helping to prove that because look at the ability to see the holographic blood. That is spectacular. And it's to fun. know that it's really showing you the law of attraction. And then we have it in the DNA and the, and, and the water and everything. It's like, oh, my gosh, law of attraction is real. And it's a very integral part of us living we cannot live without it it's just a part of us it's really it's everybody thought law of attraction was foo-foo but it's not (laughs) it's not it really is not i mean words are words are vibration thoughts are vibration emotions are vibration everything all matter vibrates a different frequency yeah you put the right things in your head you resonate it you change your vibration you're resonating at a different frequency and then you start to connect and resonate with other people, situations that are aligned with that frequency. That's right. So you're in the group that you are vibrating at the same frequency. You got it. And to do, just do the experiments, you know, stop. You can think some negative things. Don't say it. Right. You know, and just practice saying those, those positive affirmations. It's, it's very powerful. It's- and the, the little things in life, you know, like I'm a music teacher and I get up in the morning and the first thing I do is, put on my early morning playlist of the old school hip hop music. It's just kind of silly and upbeat. And then it's some reggae, which is nice and yeah. upbeat. It's just, those are good, positive, happy vibrations. 
Absolutely. So to be around that and you start to emanate or, you know, that starts to, you become that vibration and then, yeah, you like attracts like. And you know what, in the situation with what is happening on the planet today, there's a lot of chaos, a lot of fear and everything, but it actually shows what happens with the collective consciousness that we can absolutely change what yeah. is happening in the world by just coming together and, and understanding our core issues of, of love and peace. It yes. will, I mean, really, after seeing all of this blood and all of this, this incredible stuff physically, you know that we're, we're going to survive and we're going to survive just fine. Forget the fear because we, right. we are so unbelievably powerful each one of us individually can you imagine putting all these people together oh my goodness we could change everything happening Uh, so fast you would not believe i have great hope for humanity and it's because what i'm seeing playing out all of this knowledge that's coming to the forefront and i've got to thank you i've got to thank uh, your dad, Harvey, for for sticking with us, and you know I do call him an American hero. He, He's a hero, he is yeah. The epitome of of what is good in the world, and that's Harvey. And and yeah. what you guys are doing and carrying this on and allowing people to learn. But there's also we're almost out of time. We've got to tell people how can they. How can they go about getting um, a consultation and, and doing the blood labs and all that? What we do is these days uh, in the United States, we have a private association. Um, you can go to our website. It's thebigelsonmethod.com. If you type up Biggleson, uh, B-I-G-E-L-S-E-N, you'll be able to get to the site. And you join our association, and then we are able to educate you. Um, we do our consults from a distance. Uh, we've had you know slides come overnight uh, in the mail from all parts of the world, actually. So it's it's pretty simple to get to us. And then you just do the Skype, and you actually allow them to see the blood too. We've just started to do the Skype. Initially, um, we were doing stuff in the office, and as we've been doing the Skype, you know we have a little bit of nervousness with some of the videos and things, um, yeah, as far as what goes out. But we definitely get you pictures of your blood. Uh, We'll talk with you for quite a bit because we can't just look at your blood and tell you everything. We have to really understand a little bit about what, who you are. So it's a good consult. You know, you'll be on the phone with us for a bit and you really, we answer, we answer pretty much most of the questions that no one has ever been able to answer for you before. Yeah. It's very, it's very enlightening. Um, It's just so terrific. I was so delighted to have you guys on the cruise and to finally experience it. So I'm uh, looking forward to my visit down to Mexico um, to see you guys in person or to see Joshua in person. This is just terrific. And we look forward to the next cruise, by the way. We're invited. We're invited, right? (laughs) Yeah, you're invited. Oh, yeah. And um, I I don't know. It's going to be at the end of the year. So... (laughs) Mm-hmm. We're uh, easy. Keep you, us posted. Uh, you, you better believe it. I mean, not, really, not, they loved you so much on the cruise. You've got was, a, good, a good group of listeners and people. You know, the law of attraction crowd is conscious. Mm. 
and aware, and it's it's really refreshing for us. You know, we've Josh and I and our father. It's funny because we could talk to people, and the eyes glaze over. And all right, great. Now we might as well just have idle chit chat. Um, but <laughs> your people really got it. They really understood it. And the nice thing is, it connects a lot of dots. Once you get it, you don't think the same. No. So you you just change your vibration just by sitting there and really getting an insight into what's really going on with you. Well, yeah, you you feeling powerful. Yes, because mm-hmm. you know what's going on, and um, nobody on the cruise had any very serious uh, situations where they needed to go to the doctors immediately. We had pretty healthy group, I would have to say too. Yes, yes, it was nice. Everybody was doing was doing pretty well. There was some little little things they could take care of, but it, it was nice to see you know healthy people's blood. And I, I never look at anything in the blood as bad, anyways. It's just the body showing us what needs to be taken care of. Right, right. And it's really you know if the blood for us is the tool. It's a monitor. Well, you know, one thing we love doing is this educational experience because like I'm a teacher. I taught elementary school. I'm a music teacher, and you live for that aha moment. And every consult we do, it's like popcorn. Aha, aha, aha. <laughs> it's really it's really fun to watch. And yeah, people leave feeling empowered. They know what's gone on and they know how to get themselves on track. It's not that you have to trust an expert who tells you to take this drug and don't question what it does. I'm the expert. Right. So it's it's a fun, it's a fun, fun process. You know, the other thing we are interested in doing these days is there's some great energy work um, that's been around for years thousands of years that you know a lot of people think is kind of foofy so we can see the blood when you go to a good reiki practitioner you look at the blood before and after and you see something going on yeah you know some people think reiki is a joke it's you know the person didn't do anything and then some people definitely know what's going on yes and finally just like the hypnosis you can finally see that all of this stuff is really Real, it works, it's powerful, yes. and we don't have to discount it anymore. Actually, that's the true medicine. <laughs> it really it really is. And, you know, our father's been doing this for over 30 years. We have over 40,000 images in our database. Oh. We, we say what we say because we know from experience. Yeah, this is wonderful. Um, so we told people that if you want to start um, a brand new business, you may want to look into learning how to do these consultations and possibly get a, your own microscope. Um, and if for people who want to find out what is going on with their blood, then you can go to BigglesonAcademy.com. Uh, the Biggleson, Biggleson Method.com. Oh, Biggleson Method. Let me spell Biggleson. B-I-G-E-L-S-E-N. Method. Method.com. Um, and um, then you'll get instructions on how to um, do that. And um, know that they're going to be on the next cruise, too. <laughs> the, the cruise was, yeah, it was so much fun. For, Looking for, forward to it. For those of you listeners that thought about it, don't think about it. Um, and the stories we heard of how people put it in their intention and it worked and it happened for them. So next cruise is going to be a lot of people and a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, they always are. But we're going to have a tremendous next one's out of Florida, kiddos. So we're no, good nice. time. 
All right, you guys, thank you so much for coming on and sharing. I want to remind everybody that if you want to see the picture, pictures, you can go look at the Law of Attraction magazine. It has a huge article in there. Uh, you you got to fully understand how powerful your body is. And uh, the Beaglesons definitely are proving it to you. <laughs> it's yep, and it makes sense you really get it and we're josh and i as now we're working on educating and empowering we're looking to get out and do more lectures you know we've we've gone to different places lectured and bought our microscope and done some consultations so you know if people are listening and you want us to come to your town uh we're ready to go on tour yeah. <laughs> all we want to do all we want to do is educate empower and save the world Okay, and so yeah, <laughs> contact them and and get them speaking in your city. Um, invite all your friends. I mean, I just think that's wonderful. The more people that know about this, uh, the faster collective consciousness is going to change. Yeah, absolutely. And Jules, we got to thank you too for what you do because it's this community has been over history more or less divided and conquered, and you are bringing people together. Hmm. The law of attraction, you're really, you're doing it. It's really neat. You know, as Josh and I and our father, we've been sitting in our little place and kind of under the radar as much as possible. Once we kind of got involved with you, we're really starting to realize um, there are other people aligned with us that we're really anxious to, to meet. And it's, it's you connecting dots for people. So uh -huh. thanks for, th thanks for bringing us on and thanks for doing what you do. Oh, thank you. That is so sweet. And yeah, people all over the world are now going to understand about their spectacular blood and the holographic properties of it. This is so fascinating. Thank you guys. Say hi to your dad for me. Absolutely. And Will thank do. you very much, Jules. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week.